Seattle's Morning News. This is Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. As you know, the state Supreme Court ruled decisively in favor of the new state capital gains tax. Or is it an income tax? Let's consult with an attorney who was deeply involved in this case, former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Our conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. So, first of all, give us your full disclosure statement here. You were very heavily involved in this, weren't you? Right. I led one of the legal teams challenging the tax that uh, got it overturned in Superior Court. And then I uh, argued the case along with a co-counsel on behalf of the plaintiffs in the state Supreme Court. This is a rare non-win for you when it comes to Supreme Court cases, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a pretty high batting average in, in appellate cases, but uh, uh, every case is different. So in terms of your, your argument here, what went wrong? I mean, seven to two, that's a decisive majority. Well, I think the court wanted to get to a certain outcome. And, uh, you know, the law is very clear here in, in our view. And, and of course, so we disagree with uh, the ruling of the majority. We think the dissenting opinion got it right uh, because of the basic fact that capital gains from the sale of capital assets are income. And taxes on capital gains, therefore, are income taxes, not excises. Are you saying you th- you think the Supreme Court had a predetermined outcome in mind all along? No, I think I think that, you know, they heard the arguments, they read the briefs, and then, you know, based on the language in the first several pages of the opinion about how they view the Washington state tax system as regressive and this tax is designed to address that, uh, based on the lack of analysis and the opinion of prior cases that overturned excises, we think they were just really determined to get to this result. So they figured out a way they thought they could do it. But There's been a great deal of criticism of the opinion in our state and nationally from tax experts. There's literally no other jurisdiction in America which taxes capital gains with an excise tax. Mm. They're all taxed with income taxes. In fact, this is a point recognized by the majority opinion. It says, well, you know, capital gains are taxed by 41 states and the District of Columbia. And that's right, with income taxes. But you accept that this will only affect people who are pretty rich because most people can't clear $250,000 in capital gains on a regular basis. No, I don't accept that because the legislature is going to turn around and lower the $250,000 threshold Uh uh, as soon as they can. Uh, First of all, it's important to know a little bit of the legislative history. When the bill was being pushed through the Senate, the threshold was not $250,000. It was $25,000. And the only reason it was raised to two fifty dollars at the last minute was that one Democratic senator held out and said, I'm not going to give you the last vote you need. This thing passed by one vote unless you raise it to a quarter of a million dollars. So that's what happened. But there have been proposals in the last session and in this session to slash that that threshold down to $25,000 or even $15,000, while also raising the percentage, the tax rate, from 7% to 8.5%, 9% or more. So the fact that it's a quarter of a million now is is just because that's what it took to get the bill passed. The legislature can change it anytime they can find a majority of votes to do that. Okay, but it still doesn't apply to homes or family-held businesses, right? And it don't would right. only apply to people who have uh, a pretty good stock portfolio, correct? 
Well, it, it, you know, for now, you have, you, but you have to have a pretty good stock portfolio. But as soon as they lower the threshold to fifteen thousand bucks, you don't have to have much of a threshold. It's true that it does not apply to retirement accounts for now. But again, that's just because that's the way the statute's written. They can change that whenever they want. They can expand the reach of the statute. The history of income taxes is that they start out only applying to the wealthiest people. And then uh, over time, sometimes very quickly, they're expanded to reach as many people as possible. And that's exactly what's going to happen in Washington. Well, that is true. That's the way the, the federal income tax started. So do you think there will be an initiative campaign to overturn this? I think that that's a, a distinct possibility, yes. Because this is, after all, just a statute. And statutes uh, can be made and unmade by uh, by popular vote. Would you support that initiative campaign? Yeah, absolutely. And here's why. Voters of the state have voted no less than 10 times against a progressive income tax in the state. At some point, we ought to you know, respect the voters' wishes and not try to circumvent them by uh, you know, going through uh, the court system. The, the courts are not supposed to be policymaking bodies. They're supposed to uh, enforce the law and interpret it as they find it. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Rob, thank you. Thanks, Dave.